Welcome to episode 88 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we are looking at Sanguinarium, Season 4, Episode 6, original release date of November 10th, 1996. The original IMDb user score was 7.4, it has since risen to 7.5, and the action primarily takes place in Illinois. This is an episode about vanity and the issues with plastic surgery and the cosmetic surgery that's become such a part of the U.S. medical system, and other countries as well. But the non-private nature of the U.S. medical system in the mid-90s changed the way that people used it. And even countries like Canada, where I am now, because this is non-elective surgery in most cases, it's different if you're reconstructing something after an accident or something along those lines, because it's an entirely elective procedure, then the public funding doesn't cover it, and you do have to pay for it out of pocket. In the episode, a number of doctors find themselves losing control and attacking and killing their patients. Mulder and Scully are brought in to investigate, and there's evidence of pentagrams on the scenes and other evidence of Wiccan activity. Mulder believes that the Wiccan, in this case, is actually trying to use the pentagrams as a protective symbol, as though she were trying to guard the patients. They discover that the series of attacks and deaths this time have precedent in a series of deaths about 10 years ago. It's eventually uncovered that the head doctor in the cosmetic surgery division used to work here previously during the first batch, and that he had reconstructed and built a new face, a completely different facial structure, going way beyond what cosmetic surgery can handle, and come back while the nurse who was trying to blame it on was the one using the Wiccan techniques to try and protect the people. She ultimately attacked the doctor in his home, only to start vomiting pins, and eventually died of the internal hemorrhaging and damage that was done. It turns out that the doctor in charge was using blood sacrifice to reconstruct his own body and be reborn younger and younger and younger. So there's not a, really any long-term impact on the series from this episode. There's nothing really that contributes to the larger narrative. It is a decent little episode that's a little on the gory side, definitely pretty creepy. Where it stands out is in the representation of the Wiccan culture on public television. Keep in mind, this first aired in November 1996. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer wasn't on the air, and Willow certainly hadn't become a Wicca yet. Charmed was still two years away. So this was the first sort of mainstream acceptance in showing that Wiccans or witchcraft is not inherently evil. And like any technology, whether it is good or ill depends on how the user chooses to use it. So I suspect that a lot of that came from the writing team of sisters Valerie and Vivian Mayhew. This is their only writing credit on the X-Files, but they do tend to write together from this point on. So following the X-Files, they go to The Visitor, Vengeance Unlimited, Charmed, and The Fugitive. They would also act as producers on Charmed, as well as The Invisible Man and The Fugitive. Now, Vivian's career prior to this is a little different than Valerie's. As I said, at this point, they start working together and have a lot of the same credits. Prior to this, Valerie had one TV special, whereas Vivian had special thanks, editing and writing and producing credits on a number of Playboy videos. The episode was directed by Kim Manners, whose name we will hear a lot more. He ends up directing about a quarter of the series in the end. Now, the guest cast has a couple of notables in it. Olan Jones turns in 
what I found was actually a fairly weak performance as nurse Rebecca Waite. She can be seen right now as Shelley in Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. She's also been in Community, Edward Scissorhands, The Truman Show, 54 acting credits behind her, and a lot of fairly enjoyable stuff going right back to 1978. But the main star is Richard Bamer. He not only plays the head of this cosmetic surgery division, but he was Tony, the male lead in West Side Story. He was Private Dutch Schultz in The Longest Day, Benjamin Horn on Twin Peaks, and Peter Van Dan in The Diary of Anne Frank. He's got 63 acting credits to his name, spread out over about 70 years. Now, he seems to have largely retired. His second last credit was 2008. His latest credit is in the 2017 Twin Peaks. I'm not sure at this point if that's a cameo or if they're just reusing old footage for the new series. But aside from that, there's not a lot to say about this episode. It is a little bit challenging to evaluate the science behind it when the basis is not grounded in science whatsoever, but grounded in magic and mysticism, where effectively the rules of science don't apply. So there's no concrete evidence that witchcraft works in any way, shape, or form, but that's about all there is to say about it, because the idea is that it's stepping outside of science and using its own techniques. Now, given the issues with my voice, as you can hear, I'm going to wrap this up now. Feedback can go to bureau42podcasts at gmail.com. Share the links to this and any other shows you listen to with friends who you feel may be interested. Please rate this and everything else that you listen to on iTunes or on Stitcher or whatever podcatcher you use. And join us again in two weeks' time for The Musings of a Cigarette Smoking Man. Thank you for listening.